The Misadventures of Anno and Nemus by Caleb Slayball, Episode 2, Frogs and Vengeance. Hello there, it's me again, Anno. It was 9 o'clock at night. Nemus and I were headed down to the pond to take advantage of the frogs that were now constantly croaking. I was carrying the heavy Milwaukee backpack, and Nemus was carrying his walking stick that he had tied two golf balls to the top of by drilling a hole through the stick and the golf balls and stringing them up with a thin strip of leather. I personally didn't care for it, but it was his stick, not mine. I knew that Nemus was deathly afraid of snakes, so I was a bit surprised when he wanted to come record frogs with me. Where there's frogs, there's likely snakes. That's just how it works. At least at this particular pond. I also knew that the golf ball size knot on my forehead still hadn't gone down. And this instigated a slightly facetious plan within my mind. The walk to the pond only takes about five minutes. I took the opportunity to spend those five minutes reminiscing about the abundance of copperheads we had had at my place in years past. Nemus was visibly uncomfortable at the mention of these venomous serpents, and I was feeling quite giddy about my psychological revenge for the golf ball incident. As we came up to the old silo that stood at the end of the drive by which the pond was located, I heard crickets making a racket inside the silo. I decided to stop and set up my microphone to record them before we went to the pond. Nemus stayed back, not entirely thrilled with the prospect of wading through tall grass after my mentioning copperheads. I trudged through the grass as quietly as I could so as to avoid spooking the crickets and causing them to stop chirping. After recording a few minutes of the cricket singing, I turned off the recorder and took off my headphones. Then, I noticed a discarded snakeskin on a bush next to me. It was far too long to be a copperhead, so I figured it was probably a black snake. Black snakes eat copperheads, so it was actually comforting to find this. My plan for psychological revenge on my golf ball-wielding friend suddenly came together with perfect clarity. I took about a foot of the snakeskin and stuffed it into my vest pocket. Once I returned from the silo, Nemus and I made our way down to the pond. We quietly set up the stereo mics to capture a more realistic pond ambience and ever so slowly and carefully made our way to the edge of the pond to keep from spooking the frogs. Frogs, much like crickets, will stop croaking if they sense danger. Nemus took a recorder and a single shotgun mic to get some close-up mono sounds of some particularly impressive-sounding frogs about 10 feet from where I was set up for the stereo ambience. Nemus, indeed, had the hardest job as getting close to a frog without it stopping its croaking or simply jumping into the pond and swimming away can be a bit of a hit-or-miss and waiting game. Nemus found his spot and settled down, as did I. After about 10 minutes of recording, I decided to put my snakeskin revenge plan in motion. I removed my headphones and hung them on the mic stand. Nemus was still intently focusing on recording the bass singer of his newfound frog tet. He was so intent on getting this particular solo that he didn't notice me quietly making my way up behind him. Once in position, I eased the snakeskin out of my pocket and stretched it out. Nemus was crouched down and motionless. 
His right leg was stuck out to the side so as to balance himself right at the edge of the pond, and his pant leg had been pulled up, revealing his ankle. Perfect, I thought. I leaned forward and slowly ran the snakeskin over his bare ankle. Nemus jumped up and screamed like a little girl as he bolted for the road. He was still screaming as he ran down the road toward the house. In fact, I think he kept screaming until he reached the mailbox at the end of the lane. Laughing to myself like a madman, I packed up my gear and headed out of the grass toward the road. Too stupefied with laughter, I didn't take much notice of my surroundings. Just by the edge of the road, I stepped on an innocent little branch. This wouldn't have been anything of consequence if that innocent little branch hadn't wrapped itself around my leg. I guess there's more truth to Romans 12:19 than I thought. Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. I made a discovery that night. My scream is approximately two octaves higher than Nemus's.